I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My friends, it is I, your friendly feline paladin, Katayab Khan. Thanks so much for joining us as we get back into the main story here in episode 3 of the Etienne Regia arc of Vicky's World. Just want to catch you up real quick on what's going on before we dive in. Basically, the team have found themselves in the swashbuckling port town of Hearthport thanks to a mishap in our teleportation back to the city of Summers. The only way out of here is to raise the funds to get us another teleportation trip homewards. However, we have also learned that this is actually where Sally originally comes from and she's got some questions to answer while we're here. We've managed to find gainful employment on Captain Stern's ship. We're on a mission to find an island of gold and the many mysterious treasures within. Uh, with on? Uh, on the island. We've had a good night's sleep and are about to go meet the crew and settle into our new home. A bloody pirate ship! Let's do this, shall we? Sit back. Relax. Don't eat the talking lobster. And please enjoy. Vicky's world. Generations ago, the world ended. Forests were torn up, mountains were toppled, and whole lakes were swept away by the power of a furious storm. The only hint of life remaining was the fathomless ocean, pinpricked by islands and lit by perpetual starlight, in a region known collectively as Etienne Regia. While the goddess Hearth oversaw civilization, construction and society, guiding folk who built communities on storm-lashed rocks or networks of houseboats, those seeking fortune and treasures sought the bounties of the god of adventure, Journey. The twin gods worked in harmony for many moons beneath the celestial fabric of stars, but as the storm began to weaken half a century ago, opening new trade routes, a third power arose in Etienne Regia, the Regent Company. 
now a dominant faction with the largest fleet of ships and representatives in every parliament, elder council and local committee, wherever you go and whatever you do in Etienne Regia, the Regent Company is watching. The Maiden's Revenge is a three-masted sailing ship bobbing in the murky waters of Cutthroat Harbour. As you approach in the morning, you see she has no figurehead and her sides look battered and worn. Her gangplank creaks as you see a dwarven woman with red hair and a red beard hauling crates up it ahead of you. As you all climb aboard, you can see the captain, Narissa Stern, stood on the quarterdeck in quiet discussion with Cat Dunnett, who you met last night, and an elf with blue skin and pale coral-coloured hair, both consulting what looks like some kind of chart. You spot Regina, the young girl that you rescued, sat beside a halfling man with dark skin and golden-banded dreadlocks, who seems to be holding a rather angry-looking lobster in a cage. As you're about to step onto the deck, a figure swoops down from the mizzenmast and lands beside you. A human, well, a humanoid, covered in red, yellow and blue feathers, like a scarlet macaw, with bird-like features and a pair of colourful wings. Ah, welcome aboard. You must be the travellers Catrice informed me of. I'm Ryuk, the quartermaster, here to sh- help you and show you about what you're next. Katayab Khan, at your service. Katayab. You're looking at golden curls. Golden curls? Oh. Oh, yeah, we've got pirate names. Oh, yeah, oh. Kitty of the Waves. I'm Kitty of the Waves. Do Kitty excuse me. Kitty of the Waves. <laughs> Can't remember mine. <laughs> You're no I've small got hitch. Down. No small yeah. hitch. Not no small hitch, that's it. Sriracha mayo. <laughs> Sriracha mayo, of course. Sriracha. Of course. Well, it's good to meet you all. I'm Ryuk. And I'm the quartermaster, so that means I'm in charge of supplies and making sure that everybody is hungry. Well, everybody who is hungry is fed. You're I'm hungry. hungry. <laughs> well, I'm doing my job then. <laughs> <laughs> Good what, work, Ria. What, what kind of a, what kind of a, cr- a creature is this? Uh, this is an aracocra. Oh, I like them. Yeah. Right. So Sally's been one of these before, but the rest of you are very unlikely to have seen one. Perhaps um, in passing, Kataya might have. Um, but for those of you who are unfamiliar, uh, Aracocra are sort of bird-like people. Um, with they, they have like two legs, two arms, but they also have a large pair of beautiful wings and they are covered in feathers and they have sort of a bird-like face. Wow. Could, would it be fair to compare them to the bird people in Breath of the Wild? who I can't remember now. Did you play Breath of the Wild? No. T- let me just Google something real quickly. There's a whole faction of bird people bird. Uh, oh. who are very cool. Yes. Yes, they are. But they have uh, they have wings. Yes. I've never played a Legend of Zelda game and the children that I play, I run D&D for, mock me for it constantly. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you, won't, you won't get that here, Vicky. Uh, yeah, never luckily. played Zelda, miss. What's wrong with you, miss? You've never played no Zelda. One of them genuinely called me a boomer. Yeah, I was going to say, they call you boomer. I feel like Legend of Zelda's the least of your issues there. They were like, you what? such a boomer. Have you never played Legend of Zelda? <laughs> I love that that's an insult. Um, also, Vicky, personality, not personality-wise, but like mental, mental age is wrong as well. Actually, no, you're more of the greatest generation, I think. Aura. Right. to like... Your aura is that of, yeah. Your feathers, they are so vividly (laughs) colored. 1940s gent, that's how I think of you. Thank you. That's possibly the least insulting description of Big Holly that's ever been publicized. 
Just a lovely, like a lovely, lovely gent. That's, yeah, that's how I think of you. That right there. Katai, oh. I thought you were saying something, weren't you? <laughs> Ria, yes. your, your feathers are so beautifully vivid. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. I wonder, uh, does that ever cause you trouble at sea? The salty air, maybe the visibility? Ah, I take good care of myself. Take good care of myself. You can never be too careful when it comes to your feathers. Eh? Are we getting no. hair care tips from, from the Aracocra? I'm not saying I'm not <laughs> up for it. I just want to hear Vicky's hair tips. <laughs> you have to make sure to deep cleanse and then don't condition close to the roots of the feathers. <laughs> I briefly got struck with uh, very colorful psychedelic feathers once when we were uh, traveling in the city of Summers. Oh. It was a bit too brief, if you ask me, but I did enjoy it. Ah. I'm envious, my friend. Oh, if you ever wow. need help preening, just call on your friend. Kitten of the Waves. Oh. Why, thank you very much. That's so kind of you. You know, I used to have help. My wife used to help me and my kids, but... Uh... Anyway, welcome aboard the Maiden's <laughs> Revenge. A tour? Cheers, Yes! Yes! Uh, now, obviously, I'll, I'll show you around, but first of all, maybe you want to check in with the captain or go and see that small girl. I'll be waiting here for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two golden arrows appear above your yeah. character's heads. <laughs> We okay. should we should see that we should check Regina's okay, shouldn't we? See if she's alright. Sure thing, Archie. Should we we well, we quickly toddle over, see what Regina's up to with uh, with who I assume might be Francois. <laughs> yes indeed. Uh as you step over to this trio, you see Regina sat next to this halfling, uh, and this halfling holding an angry looking lobster in a cage. Uh you can hear this halfling speaking very kindly to Regina, um, and saying uh, you know, it's not that bad when you get used to it. You know, the rocking kind of, it just becomes second nature, really. Uh, I'm sure you'll be great. You give it, give it half, you know, half a day, maybe two. Um, but you come and find me if your tummy's upset or whatever, right? I'll, I'll do my best to look after you. Um, and she's saying, okay, all right, thank you. That's very kind. Uh, meanwhile, the lobster in the cage is yelling in what you are surprised to hear is common. What? Um, and the lobster oh, no. is yelling. Oh, dear God. I cannot believe this. I simply cannot. I am a professional. I cannot believe that this is the most insulting thing that I would have to share my galley space with a child, with an honest-to-God child. And I, I pop the lobster in a boiling pot and go, don't worry, I'll cook this for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the halfling kind of just sort of lets him rant and sort of <laughs> makes sure to keep eye contact with Regina. Uh, as you come over, the halfling looks up and says, oh, good day, mate. You are new crew members then? Yeah, yes, reporting for duty. We uh, we're here to check that our our uh, sous chef Regina is uh, is uh, is ready to roll. I'm ready. Good job done. Job See done. Ya. <laughs> so glad you chatted to her. Thank you. Thank you for helping <laughs> me last night. Sorry. I how, keep... how are you? How are you today, Regina? How are you? How are you keeping? Um, she eyes the lobster. Uh, okay. I mean, it's 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 better than where I was. And I think I'm going to be good and I'm going to make the most of this opportunity and you definitely won't regret saving me. Oh, uh, of course we don't. We how never could would. we? Have you been briefed, Regina? What's happening? Um, well, mostly this man here is telling me, Mr. Um, Mr. Keaton. And the uh, the halfling goes, uh, nice to meet you all. My name's Keaton. I'm the uh, ship's doctor. 
um, uh, just to uh, just to give you a heads up, uh, I strongly believe that uh, prevention is the best possible cure for injury. Um, I've not actually been doing surgery that long. Uh, as you can see, I have not always been a doctor. Um, and he gestures to a golden symbol around his neck that seems to have a, a beautiful symbol of a flame on it. Uh, Sally, you would definitely know what this is. This is a holy symbol of somebody who is a follower of Hearth, the twin goddess who is in charge of um, home ports and civilization. Um, and uh, he says, ah, "So you used to be a barbecue." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> People put shrimps on me all the time. Oh. <laughs> that's the life. <laughs> Damn it! No, uh, I just—I used to be a cleric for a long time, and I'm still very faithful, but. Um, Ever since what happened about 10 years ago, my uh, my magic's fairly limited and I'm not really, you know, I've not been doing surgery that long. So I'd really appreciate it if you, you know, just sort of kept an eye on yourselves and each other. You know, <laughs> if we can foster that community and we can take care of each other, then there's absolutely no need for me to use my magic. Right. I see what you're saying. So will we'll prevention is better than cure? We yeah. won't get ill and then you won't have to do any surgery. <laughs> Great, exactly. And then I can focus on, you know, making sure that everybody's all right and maybe sort of, you know, running a couple of therapy sessions, doing a little bit of uh, yoga out on deck. Oh. If you want to come along. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, sure. Well into that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, uh, and what's the deal with your uh, prisoner over here? Oh, he's not my prisoner. Uh, and you hear the lobster yell, no man, no power, no beast of Air Force guy could keep Francois down. How dare you insert this thing? This is my house, my home. I'll Francois? You wait, wait. You're, you're the chef. Of course. <laughs> what? Um, okay. Is he a lobster-sized lobster? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, it, I, I, like I just a can't see it. A ratatouille kind of situation going on. No, no, I cook. Whenever I get on a on a ship, I go, ooh, if we get shipwrecked, I wonder who will eat first. <laughs> I, know, I know who There's will no eat doubt. first. I know. We'll eat Regina. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to be the She's right. second, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I just can't see your chef's hat, Francoise. Did you what? lose it? Well, that is because I leave it in the galley. What kind of egotistical chef brings their chef hat on board on the main deck? Well, all oh. I'm saying is I'd wear my chef's hat at all times if I was a chef. But that's just well. me. Monsieur, you are not. I heartily assure you that you could never be the level of chef that the great Francois is. So I would thank you not to try. <laughs> okay. Seems like you're threatened by me, which is weird because I'm bad what? at cooking. No, no, of course not. I can do all <laughs> sorts of things that you cannot, and I am definitely not insecure about it. So no, I, go I get it. Boil your Clearly. <laughs> he turns if you around want, though, and... Francois, if you want, Where? I can pop you on my head. And under a chef's hat, and you can guide me around, and who knows what we could create. He considers it. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, I look forward to watching you work, Francois. Uh, you have piqued my intrigue. Oh, well, thank you very much. I'm glad. Not only is this existence a prison, but now I have intrigued a stranger. <laughs> Indeed. Cater uh, just looks up kind of apologetically and just whispers, he's always like this. What, a lobster? Alright, so I've got first mate done it, half elf, Rurk, Arakakra, Keetan's a halfling, and Francois a lobster. Cool. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> the four good. core DD races. Yep, 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 good. <laughs> got that sorted. Nice. Uh, what, what's Regina? It's Regina a human, by the way, I forget. Uh, yeah, she's a little human oh, girl. Thank you. So is Francois in a lobster cage, unable yep. to get out? Yep. So if why? he's. The sh why are they locked, the chef, in the cage? Uh, 
I like to be transported around in this. I can get out if I wish to, there is just a little pin in the lock, but I like to be transported around in the method of my own trapping. You know, it is sort of a reclamation of the space. <laughs> I feel that, and I, I haul up my two baskets of kittens, and I <laughs> I walk up on, I guess, uh, make our way onto the ship. Shall we uh, or go talk to the captain, shall we? Fab, okay. as oh, you all... I just, I just whisper to Caton, is Francois definitely the chef, or is he just a talkative lobster who we're going to eat later? No, uh, believe it or not, he is the chef. He's actually pretty good, to be honest. He got awakened a few years ago by that fellow over there, and ever since then, well, uh, he's been pretty uh, pretty determined that that's what he wanted to do. Uh, and, Who is Caton pointing? Caton uh, is pointing to the blue-skinned elf talking with the captain and cat. Oh. Should we go over and talk to the blue skin? We're meant to meet the blue skin elf. Let's go, let's go, yeah, let's go talk to the captain, yeah. I think. Report for duty. All right, Caton yeah. uh, says, I'm excited to get to meet you all. You'll take care now. Pleasure. You too. All right. Enchanté, Francois. Oui, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. He turns I, I look forward to your tasty dishes, Francois. I look forward to things getting so bad we eat him. <laughs> yes, me too, Sally. But one, let's stop saying that to his face. One good thing that's going to happen if I things think get that's a face. Up. Yes. <laughs> I think I might have to defend Francois with my life if you try and eat him. I had some lovely seafood on on Saturday and in real life IRL, so I feel like I I'm gonna eat him <laughs> before this is over. I'm gonna eat him. <laughs> Just so you guys know, he will be. Just so you guys he know, is, you can get emotionally sentient. attached to him or not. I'm going to eat him. It's just he will die via my mouth towards my stomach. <laughs> Just straight up. Wow. I or, bet his personality makes him delicious. Sally. <laughs> <laughs> you got a taste for it now after the vampire hunters one shot. <laughs> a, a taste for inner party conflict. I never thought this would be the thing that would tear us apart, but I guess this sassy lobster is it. <laughs> if I have to fight you to get to the lobster, I will do it, Gracie. I will yeah, do it uh, hard. I have a feeling it will come to that. It yeah. will come to that. <laughs> The great conflict finally ends over a lobster. <laughs> I'll sneak down in the middle of the night. I'll open the door really quietly, being like, I've outsmarted him. And you'll just be sitting in the dark, stroking him <laughs> like a cat. Lit by candle. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for joining us. I've been expecting you. <laughs> yeah. And then we oh, bite to the death. for him. Yes. <laughs> All right, Captain Stern reporting for Yeah, me and yeah, Quepin. Yeah, head over. Yeah. <laughs> me and Sally are just staring at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the image of the two of you like having this where you come downstairs and then Archie's stroking the lobster. And then from behind Sally, in comes Francois and he's like, who the fuck are you stroking? And it's just <laughs> oh, no. a normal lobster. Anyway. It's Brave Puss <laughs> Craig. Um, Good old Brave Puss Craig. What a legendary <laughs> move that we should have yeah. titled our title. Um, uh, so you step over to the captain and uh, cat on uh, and this blue skinned elf on the quarter deck which is sort of the raised deck at the back of the main deck um she looks over to you uh, captain narissa stern you finally get a good proper look at her you've not met her before uh, she seems to be a human she has olive skin and dark hair and she's wearing a dark coat and boots she seems to have one pearl earring dangling from one of her ears uh, and she wears a kind of old brass compass around her neck um she looks over to you and sort of tips her hat to you um and says ah you must be the new hires captain stern salute hi captain Ah. I, I. All of the above. 
you can see uh, her face doesn't move, but Kat is kind of hiding a smile behind her hand. Uh, and she says, I take it you've already met my first mate, Catrice Dunnett. Uh, this is Deimos. He is our navigator. And the uh, blue-skinned elf does a lavish bow. And he says, oh, to travel the cosmos on a simple ship. It is all life desires, is it not? <sighs> yes, well, it's better than being twisted and tangled through the ether beyond the fabrics of... You know what? Uh, maybe uh, we should get to know each other a bit more. <laughs> no, you're right. I just meant talking lobster. <laughs> yes. She gives a thumbs up. That's Francois. He, I mean, he's always been perfectly polite to me. And no one really warms to him, but he's very keen on me, perhaps because I created him. Ah, you are the awakener we've heard of. I am. I'm in tune with the world. Your skills are very impressive. Are you able to do this awakening uh, at a whim? Occasionally, yes. Oh no, you're going to awaken all 14 of your cats, aren't you? (laughs) Kataya looks into the distance silently. (laughs) Awakening is a heavy burden. I cannot say that it was intentional, the creation of Francois, and every day he must walk about with sentience heavier than his claws can manage. Think very carefully, my friend, before bestowing a a gift that may be a curse, as is so often the case in this world. And he sort of leans dramatically and slightly neuromantically against the, uh, the railing. Hmm. This is a troubled, a troubled being, is it not? <sighs> yes, but do we not all have troubles? Is Francois still avail- a- able to talk to other lobsters? Ah, uh, yes, I suppose he is. Though whether or not he chooses to is another thing entirely. Katayim <sighs> mm. <laughs> starts trembling. <laughs> His face goes completely red. My, my friend. What has come over you? Perhaps the ennui of an existence devoid of true meaning is finally. I think he's just been awakened, that's all. <laughs> yes, uh, life is really pointless, is it not? Yes, <laughs> yes. The weight of gifts given freely often becomes expectations. So, what does a navigator do, Deimos? Well, I read this. And he extends this, uh, unfurls this large map that he's holding. And you can see that it doesn't seem to be a map of land. It seems to be a star chart. Um, and he says, I am especially attuned to the stars and the motions of the celestial fabric, blessed in such a way as many of us are. As such, I have the ability to navigate us. He almost says safely, and then he stops and he says, across the seas. So do you wow. know where this island of gold is then? I do not, but our captain certainly does. Uh, and the captain says, yes, I have my guidance. Where, well, it, where it will be. Yes. It's not right. there currently, right? It, it, it appears from nowhere. Sure, every, every 500 years. It's more of a Brigadoon situation. Gotcha. Ah, you've been briefed well. <laughs> Brigadoon inspired section of this plot. Good. Yes. No. I uh, I learn all my uh, references exclusively through musical theatre. So don't worry. Let me all just good. do a very quick Google of something. What's Brigadoon? <laughs> so uh, don't yeah, worry. It's a, you don't have to about, every reference. It's it's about a, it's about an island in Scotland that appears every hundred years. Uh, uh, so Captain, um, we're heading to this island today. Then, huh? Is it appearing today? Not quite. You see. 
usually the space where it is is inaccessible to simple craft those without certain blessings and attachments i apologize if i didn't make it clear before but we'll be taking a couple of stops before we make it to our final destination three stops on our routes to the isle of gold and we should be able to reach our first by the end of the week if we keep a good pace first we'll be stopping in at Frothpool. a friend has been holding on to something very important for me but this friend can be a little tricky so it's good we have folk aboard content to seek journey's bounty, like the four of you. Your specific adventuring skills may be required. As she finishes saying that, this red-headed dwarf, uh, who was loading things up before, uh, steps over. She has this matching kind of long red hair and uh, plaited red beard. You notice, actually, that her beard is plaited in the same style as Bill Grabs, is this kind of three chunky plaits. Uh, and she steps over and she says, uh, apologies for the interruption, Captain. Um, she's loaded. Uh, and the captain goes, very good. Uh, while you're here, Bosun, um, adventurers, this is uh, Bosun Astromora. Um, she is uh, in charge of the maintenance of the ship and um, a very reliable pair of hands. Uh, Astromora, this is uh, the the four travellers that um, I informed you would be joining us. And Astromora kind of nods and looks around and kind of extends her hand for you all to shake. Good to meet you. Welcome aboard. I look at her hands. Oh, her? What's her pronouns? Their uh, pronouns. Her, yeah, yeah. Okay. So both of Astromora, Astromora is a, uh, a lady dwarf. A lady dwarf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out her hands. Oh, they do look reliable indeed. <laughs> Shake it vigorously. Grand, thank you. Hey, you're charmer. So Have you I... fix up this ship when it needs uh, patching. I do. I'm a carpenter by trade. Not always been on the waves, but uh, only way to live nowadays, I suppose. I'm very grateful for the captain to give me another opportunity. Um, I heard that you lot aren't from around here. Is that true? Could say that. You're from settlements beyond the storm. I just said me too. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, me too. I'm originally from Forge. Um, I can assure you that this is a, a reliable um, place and that the captain is particularly uh, trustworthy. How did you get here then? Oh, there was a... Um, you know, Forge went very downhill and uh, we had to... A lot of us had to t- take our chances with the storm. I'm lucky I made it. Many folk didn't. Right. Mm. I... Uh, she kind of, you see, she drifts off to somewhere quietly in her mind. Sorry, 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 Bosun. Sorry. Yeah, Bosun, you look busy. Maybe we can talk a bit later. Yes, didn't mean to bother you. I just I... love learning about the world. Maybe sorry. we'll talk over a drink some night. Yeah, he's I... a real nerd. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be happy to share the uh, share the tale at some other point once I'm, you know, not busy. Anyway, lots to do. Uh, good to meet you. Look after yourselves, and if you've got any questions, ask Caton. He's the uh, he's the ship's doctor, and she kind of gestures over to the halfling that you've already met, and you know it's called Caton. I thought you were the ship's doctor. Ha ha ha! You see what I did? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Thank That's you, Astra. Too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. Ciao. You luck. Take care now. And she takes off. Uh, so uh, the captain and Deimos kind of step to one side, and Cat slinks over and goes, "All right, mates." Having fun so far? They seem like a good crowd, yes. Yeah, fucking weird though, right? Well, who isn't weird is boring, huh? Ah, <laughs> true. <laughs> I knew you lot would fit in just fine. So uh, you want to show us to our suites? Oh, I'd love to, <laughs> but I've got uh, I've got really important set. Wait, did you say suites? Yes, of course. I'm expecting a top-notch treatment upon this vessel. 
We've been living it up for quite we'll a lucky, while. We'll be lucky, Kataib, if we have a corner each, to be honest. So, not quite that bad, but uh, Riak will show you down to the birth. <laughs> Sweet. You are fucking funny, you are. All right, you lot take care. You got any questions, you let me know, all right? Um, and Kat sort of pats all your shoulders. Uh, you can see that she is uh, no longer wearing her um, kind of woolen waistcoat garb. Uh, she seems to be wearing leathers and several knives strapped to her. Nice. nice. Kat, we're not going to let you down. No, we're not going to let you down. Also, uh, where do we put our 14 cats? You thought, oh yeah. (laughs) yeah. Are we taking them with us, guys? Uh, Well, yes. What are we doing with our steeds and our uh, various animals? Boyfriends and girlfriends and all the. I thought we left the boyfriends in the tavern, didn't we? (laughs) Do you want to? If you want to bring Jeremy and Zayden along, they are more than happy to come along. Um, I feel like it's a bit of an imposition. To the, uh, can I just bring Zayden's snake? Uh, have <laughs> you can they, bring if you want. Have they come with us to the ship? Can we ask them yeah. now? Before yeah, we board the ship. Uh, yeah, shall we? Yeah, okay. So I go, I lean over, waving a handkerchief at Jeremy, and I go, <laughs> Yoo-hoo! <laughs> Yoo-hoo, Jeremy! <laughs> he looks up from this... From, from amidst this like uh, grungy dock full of fishermen <laughs> hauling like chunks of whale meat and he gives you a bit of a wiggly finger wave back <laughs> okay. Jeremy my darling I'll be leaving for sea soon uh, will you, shall you be accompanying me um yeah if that's not a problem um, no, I, I cough and I go sorry I don't know what I'm doing um, no, no basically, that's yeah. fine yeah. if you'd like to join us on this on this exciting ship's voyage ship's voyage come on Archie you can do this uh, you'd be very welcome but also it might be very dangerous and if you're not comfortable with that I respect your decision will you be on it oh yeah well then um, I'm coming too oh hell yeah get on board <laughs> and he kind of nods and uh, and heads up the gangplank I He's throw I throw my handkerchief it. down to him he runs back down the gangplank and <laughs> 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 It's a natural 20. Oh, <laughs> He catches it with a flourish, folds it neatly, presses a kiss to it, and puts it in his pocket. When, when does he, he gets do the eyebrows board, as well? Does he, he the... does, of course. He when does. he gets on board, I give him a big kiss, and I go, my hero. <laughs> he tries to answer smoothly, but he is clearly very, very, um, like he's blushing and fumbling, and he just likes you very much. So I yell down to well, Zayden. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm gonna yell down to Zayden. Yo, wanna come? <laughs> sure, why not? You got Go. for my snake. Get your butt on there. Come on. Oh, is the rest of me allowed to come or? <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> All right. The butt is the only part of you that means anything, Zayden. I know that, time. She's made that very clear to me. <laughs> Not that I object, hey. She spent a long time in the city of Summers. We're all about butts. As I've gathered, trust me, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Sally, does it please you when I boss Zayden around? Oh, yeah. Just trying to mimic your energy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Get your ass on here, Zayden, you little. (laughs) (laughs) He likes it. I do. (laughs) Obviously, my partner is the only one that you need to consult about whether or not you can boss me around as well. This is apparently how this works. Yes. This I put the two baskets in Zayden's hands and I go, oh. your job is to look after these little kitties, okay? <laughs> Only joking, that's my job. And I take my cat's back. Okay. He just sort of kind of squeezes your shoulder and says, I'll do my best, but you know I own a snake, right? No, no, no. It's okay. They're my babies. Okay. But uh, right. every now and then, if I'm jumping into the thick of it, I might throw them your way, Zayden. 
Can I trust on you to keep an eye on these guys? Of course, you can trust on me for whatever you need to trust on me for. They're my favorite little guys. Oh, hey, it's okay. Don't you worry. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's all right. I'll look after them. Don't worry. Okay. Um, don't don't panic and please don't cry. Uh, I'm going to lean into Zayden and I'll go, <laughs> how you look after these cats. I'm going to judge your parenting abilities on that. Go. Oh, we have been dating for, what, f- two weeks? <laughs> yes. But I am immediately determined to impress you, my darling. <laughs> and I, I lean in and go, Look, there's four. There's fourteen of them. If a couple go, if Anna gets a bit hungry, no, Archie, I wouldn't worry it's about. Not it. funny. Not even a joke. Not even as a joke. Okay? I go maybe completely that, joking. Maybe the ones that have stupid names. I gently, <laughs> I gently pet a snake and go. It's okay. There's a yummy lobster on here somewhere. We're gonna find him. Anna hisses with delight and winds around your arm. Uh, I don't mean to prolong this pointless scene, but I do want to, it's <laughs> quite important. I want to hand Zayden uh, a few, uh, a handful of, of uh, jerky that I keep for the cats, the Ooh. cat treats Great. and a stone mouse. And I go, these are my kitty's favorite treats and this is their toy. If you ever need to kind of, you know, make acquaintances, get friendly, this is the way to do it. Okay, buddy? Oh, great. Thank you very much. I've actually uh, uh, never never kept cats before. I thought of more of a reptile guy. So it's, it's good to know. I'd be excited to learn, you know? Yeah. Broaden your horizons, why don't you? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Well, it seems and like hey, we have the whole horizon for us today, you know? Exactly. And buddy, we're here. We're both the city of cats, guys. Yeah. You and me. Don't forget it. Uh, I couldn't if I tried. Peas in a pod, if you will. Absolutely. Uh, monkey nuts in a shell. Yeah, uh, precisely. Um, uh, Think of one. Uh, Five. Four. Um, three. Oh, a cat. Two. On a bigger one. cat. Oh, that's very good. Very I good. love cats. I love cats. <laughs> okay, there we go. Get I... your sexy butt on this boat. Thank, thank you. <laughs> he kind of steps on. Uh, you can ask Ryuk, and uh, he sort of steps forward and says, um, yeah, we've got, uh, you know, if you're worried, Cat uh, said that you had a couple of animals and some uh, some horses as well. They could be pretty useful on the journey, so I've made space. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. But I'm totally cool for letting the cats loose. They're good at catching rats and all that kind of thing, so. Great. Sounds adorable. I would 100% love that. I go, hop I'd on, love cupcake. it if we did like a like a catch <laughs> swallow a spider to catch a fly situation, but like we let out the cats to catch the lobster, we let out the snake to catch the cats. Yeah, then we need a mongoose to catch yeah. the snake. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeremy hasn't told you about his pet mongoose yet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ryuk uh, is going to show you around the ship. Uh, he sort of warns you. He seems to be uh, generally very kind. He seems to be. Uh, you know, he warns you about big chunks of rope you might trip on or sort of uh, he tells you about the bits of the uh, the jib and the sail that swing um, and you might risk knocking your heads on. Uh, he guides you across the top deck uh, where there's sort of the main deck. There's the forecastle, which is the uh, a raised deck uh, section of the front. Uh, there's a quarter deck, which is a section at the back. Uh, and then underneath the quarter deck, there is the captain and first mate's cabins. Uh, he takes you down a uh, set of wooden uh, sort of ladder stairs onto the middle deck. Uh, here he shows you the gun ports, which seem to have cannons in. Um, the infirmary and mess at the back. Uh, the quartermaster and bosun's quarters as well are back here. So if you needed to find uh, Keaton, um, Astromora, or uh, Ryuk, this is where they would be. 
Um, and then uh, he also shows you to the berth, which is where the sailors sleep or where you will be sleeping. Oddly, aside from the people that you've met, there don't seem to be any other sailors on board, although that would only really strike Sally as unusual. Um, he shows you the berth. It is a small cabin full of several stacked hammocks. Um, there seems to be uh, space there for six hammocks. Um, they all are about the size of a, a medium-sized humanoid could fit in. Uh, you can also see that beyond that there is a uh, safe cabin where you can, where there have been uh, sort of hay stacked up uh, that he guides you is probably where you want to leave your horses. They can just about make it down the main, uh, the main sort of stairs, um, but he recommends that they stay there safely. Okay. Uh, the bottom deck. Uh, he kind of leads you down further. There's the galley at the back where Regina and Francois are going to be spending their time. He shows you the brig, which is where uh, people that need discipline are locked up. There's also uh, spare supplies. Uh, and then he turns and he thumps his hand twice against this very large door. It's the heaviest looking wood that you've seen thus far on this ship and it is covered from top to bottom in arcane sigils he taps it gently um, and he says "Uh, this is the cargo hold this is off limits to all crew members I'm serious about this do not go in here I'm not allowed in only the captain is allowed in that's the thing I've been told to make explicitly clear to you do not go into the hold and what's in there Um... I don't know it's cargo. And are we allowed in there? No. <laughs> Aren't you curious, Ryuk? I've learned over the years to uh, listen closely to what Captain Stern advises. If you stick on her side, everything is is fine. But I've Don't seen... want to stick your beak in. I get it. No. People that cross her tend to end up dead or worse. Don't oh. get wings clipped. I'm on, I know what you're saying. Yeah, precisely. Stern is no saint. Oh, no, she's just very strict, and you have to be at sea. I respect it. You can't have anarchy amongst your crew, because when it comes down to it, if they don't respect you and follow your orders, everybody's lives are at risk. Yeah, she's not called Captain Genial, is she? Yeah, that was her sister, tragically lost. (laughs) Different surname. Too nice. Yeah. Well, she took her husband's name when they married. Oh, of course. Tragically carried away across the sea after being too nice to some gulls. I thought You've she thought was Genial Stern for a bit. I thought Genial was her first name, and I thought Genial Stern, that is a brilliant that's character name. name. She was Genial Stern, but then she became Genial Genial when she married yeah. Yeah. Irving Genial. Yes. And then, yeah, the children were Stern Genial, and oh, it's a nightmare. It's and a Eric. major, 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 major I am so very genial. No, I won't do it. Uh, (laughs) So despite our obvious (laughs) interest in what's behind this door, we should definitely never go in there. Do not ever. I'm serious. I know that you all come from different places and you think that the rules of this place might not apply to you. but We we do think that, yes. Okay. You've got our number. Uh, Yes. Well, I, you know, I'm I'm a bit older now, and I know what uh, what young folk are like. So I want to be very, very clear to you: if you violate this order, and the captain finds out that you've gone into the cargo hold, I cannot help you. None of this crew will help you, and you will not make it back to Hearthport, and you will not make it home. It's an easy thing to do, to not go through a door. There are thousands of doors you haven't stepped through in your life. 
What is Please your make this one with of my them. hidden cupboard of mysteries? <laughs> says Briag. <laughs> I'm serious. Don't go in this fucking hold, okay? Oh, All right. Get it. I wish you hadn't told us. Okay. It's a real Garden of Eden shit here, Briag. Yeah. <laughs> no, Gary. Literally. You could have just said it's the library and we would have both moved on by now. Yeah, you should have made it not sexy. Oh, I'm <laughs> this is sorry. the poo room. Yeah. <laughs> I said not sexy, Gwethry. 100% poo. This is where we keep the rotting fish for the yeah. compost. Yeah. <laughs> yes, if it helps you, think of it like that. Uh, okay, it's ocean the, compost. It's the poo room. Got it. Yeah, it's okay. full of poo. poo <laughs> <laughs> As someone that knows knows what's in there this is hilarious uh not that you guys <laughs> poo? have is anything it really then. valuable it's poo. definitely it's poo. definitely it's not reanimated shit it's it's soup's <laughs> valuable poo i know exactly guys, what it is guys i've got okay. it i've got it you know what we're calling this the poop deck yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> done and done that's the nautical <laughs> joke out of the way okay and riak uh riak where where's yeah. the pule where's the where's the pule uh the pule room oh, oh yeah the pule room, the pule, you know, the pule table. Where we, can, where we can go chill out, play pule. If we want to play pule, yeah. Where is there a hot, hot tub, sauna, you know, where, where gyms the are pule on board gym? What's, yeah, uh, where uh, we uh, play uh, pule. The... I'm sorry we don't have those on this ship. That's uh, more region company stuff. Uh, I'm just pulling, um, you, just pulling your talent. Ah, uh, uh, no, it's okay. Uh, we brought one with us. Don't worry. I uh, will go out and get the, <laughs> the pule table. We the fold up pule table. <laughs> that you bring around with us at all times. Uh, uh, just starts what? walking to the nearest regency boat. <laughs> if Happy trails a fuel table is it like one of those like paddling pools where you have to fill it up from a hose <laughs> like, you're like oh i've got to fill up my fuel table <laughs> takes hours gotta conjure all the water yeah. <laughs> dangling over the edge just desperately trying to catch water from right. the sea yeah but, 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 yeah, but yeah. a child's already peed in it and you haven't even filled it fully yet you're like oh <laughs> damn it all to hell well your summer's okay i'm gonna lean into riak and say yeah but all right when when you're off duty what what, what does everyone do around here for fun then uh, typically people gather in the mess sing songs play cards yeah bet or Not just pule. watch the stars. Well, no. So there is no pule. No. Gwethryn, uh luckily there is a carpenter on board. Maybe we could uh, <laughs> yes. have a word at some point. <laughs> and I, I look at Sally and I go, Jesus I see why Christ. you wanted to leave this place, Sally. Yeah, <laughs> this place fucking stinks. <laughs> I nod knowingly like, yes. This okay. is well, exactly no pool why. rooms and no pule rooms. Uh, it's yeah, not room my full of shit. No pule. History. It's mostly the lack of pule. That is what it is. Cheers, React. Cheers, React. We'll, we'll, hey, we'll, we'll settle in. We'll settle in. And then, right. uh, yeah, what, what, what are our duties going to be aboard the ship? What do you need us to do? Well, I suppose I'll be directing you, me or Kat. Uh, typically, you're going to be cleaning stuff, shortening sail, adjusting sail, uh, basically just following directions. I gather you've all sailed before? Yeah, loads. Mm, okay. Briefly. Okay, well, do you know... Uh, just, loads briefly. Just, <laughs> sorry, follow, sorry. just follow our instructions and, and you'll be fine. All right. Okay. So. Uh, let's I go in the cargo else. hold. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, so... We just start banging on the door as soon as he leaves. Can I knock on it else... gently within his eyesight, being like, ding, ding, ding? <laughs> like, just listen. No. Don't do that shit. Okay. <laughs> can I genuinely? Can I roll? Can I look at the door? Can I hear any sounds coming? Is from there? You can't hear any sounds from there. 
and you don't recognize the writing on it. Okay. Oh, I have I have a clairvoyance spell where I can literally just see inside without ever going in, and that doesn't violate any rules. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. I'm okay. so happy. Oh, this is going to go really well. Later, Sally. Let's well. do that when we go to bed. I'm okay. sure it's not magically <laughs> protected in other ways. I'm fine. With, I'll do an arcana well, sure, check. I'll see what I can do. I'll do detect magic, and then I'll see if it's magically protected. And then if it's not magically protected, then I'll do clairvoyance. And if it is magically protected, I'll find out what kind of magic it is, I... and it will be my mission to look inside there. That's what will happen. That's what we're doing. I, I, I chop that... the mooring rope. I smash a bottle of champagne on the side and go, let's go. Great. So, the Maiden's Revenge sets sail from Cutthroat Harbour with little ceremony. Uh, each member of the crew setting about their work without complaint. Deimos takes the wheel, but barely pays it a second of attention. Misty eyes instead fix on the stars sprawling out above you. The captain stands at the bow, watching the passage of the ship with a set jaw. Hey, Katayab Khan, back again for the midpoint shout-out for... You guessed it, our Kofi! What's Ko-Fi, I hear you ask? Well, it's the number one way that you can support your favorite D&D podcast, of course. Look, we are not here to turn a big profit. We just want to have fun telling crazy cool stories, and we hope others find pleasure in that too. Running this show is not free, and anything you can spare to help keep the wheels a-turning is greatly appreciated. Obviously, times are tough for a lot of people right now, so we don't want any of you to break the bank for us, but if you find yourself rolling in it, why not slide a bit over our way, huh? Spread the love. Sharing is caring. More cliches. If you go to ko-fi.com forward slash Vicky's World RPG, you can give a one-off donation or you can subscribe for a monthly donation. And that comes with some fantastic perks, like some beautiful exclusive phone backgrounds by our in-house artist, Pink Ink Art. Follow her on Insta, she's great. You can get something or someone in the adventure named after you, or you can get yourself a shout-out on the podcast. For example... Allow me to give a very special thank you to two of our latest donors, Asif A and Sexy Trash Panda. Thank you so much. We love you. Your support goes a long way to keep this train a chugging along. Sexy Trash Panda, Asif A. Sexy Trash Panda, Asif A. What would we do? What would we do without, without, without you? Uh, yes, so where was I? Oh, yes, head over to ko-fi.com forward slash Vicky's World RPG to check it all out. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Vicky's World RPG. Okay, back to the show. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So the journey to Frothpool is a nauseating one. The revenge herself creaks and complains with every rocking wave. The star-spattered sky is only incrementally brighter during the day, more twilight hues than blues and whites that you're used to, and by night the salt winds are frigid and cruel. You each often return from your watches with numb fingers, increasingly aware of the layers of sea salt building up on your skin. The work is exhausting, hauling heavy boxes and heaving heavy ropes, scrubbing decks and adjusting sails, and the captain does not permit slacking. You see Bosun Astromora hurrying back and forth with sealant and carpentry tools every hour late into the night, and Ryuk often gripping the mizzard mast with his taloned feet uh, as he tries to mend a sail amidst the lurching and rolling of the Maiden's Revenge. But it's not all bad. Regina and Francois manage to reach enough of an entente to cook up hearty steaming stews, and Cat Dunnett seems to emerge from the shadows just as your shifts end with several tankards of grog. A drink she informs you marks you out as some of Journey's children because you're not drinking, quote, that Regent Company slop. One evening in the mess, Astromora pulls out a concertina as everyone is eating, and Ryuk sings jolly tunes quite beautifully. Uh, Deimos is so enthralled by reading one lunch that Cat invites you to try and balance as many ship's biscuits on his head as you can. <laughs> you get to 23 before I'm your a- shifts begin and scramble onto deck, frankly amazed by the guy's posture. Uh, <laughs> the whole voyage, often you, capsite, you catch sight of the captain, leaning against the railing, consulting the compass at her neck, pearl earring glimmering in the starlight. After seven long days, you spot the grey stone sea stacks that litter the path to Frothpool. Winding between the swollen towers of worn stone seems like a fool's errand in such a large sailing ship, but Captain Stern takes the wheel and guides the Maiden's Revenge into port without even a scratch. The port itself in Frothpool, in contrast to the sombre rock stacks that surround the island like grasping fingers, is full of life, and the port guards that welcome the revenge to harbour make polite conversation with Kat as she shows everybody's papers, including the papers that you four now have. Uh, Ria quietly informs you all as you watch this happening uh, at the site that Frothpool is known for its wreckers, since plenty of ships run aground on the rocks, but any other information he can give you is cut off by the captain who gestures for the four of you to approach. And who, who did our papers? Somebody. Cat has them. 
you you expect you just that now have papers different. yes okay you have authorization I, can i just say i want to just no i want to make sure you know i think yeah. kataya has really tried his best to be a good uh crewmate a crew member i oh. think he's really embracing the life and wants to be a good sailor and wants to learn something new most importantly this is so out of Katayab's wheelhouse but he is he's really giving it his all and i i I don't. I guess how good he's done is up to you, but like, I is there really think someone Kataya specifically is... that you want to ask about how they do their job, or you want to try and shadow them for a day, or chat with them in the mess? Um, definitely the uh, yeah, the one I was intrigued by, uh, Deimos. Ah, or, very good. Yeah, Deimos. Lovely. He, he the said he, they they weren't from around here, were they either? Uh, so Astromora comes from Forge, uh, oh, but Deimos. Uh, if you ask where Deimos is from, he sighs and he says, I, I will never go back, so I see no point in discussing it further. I carry the weight of it like a heavy leaden bolt in my heart. But alas, we must all move forward, must we not? Uh, <sighs> you're boring. Actually, I'll follow Astramara around. Astramara. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. He says, suit yourself. The stars are my company. Um, I love you, baby. Keep on doing you. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I'll yeah shadow Astra Mora a bit, learn about carpentry and 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 how the ship kind of runs. Great. Yeah, I, I think Katayb's fully embraced this. I just wanted to make that note. Thank Lovely. You. I like that very very much. Yeah, Astra Mora seems uh, she seems very businesslike. She tends to sort of um, uh, take her her job very very seriously. You can tell it means a lot to her. Um, but uh, she seems to be a very sort of steady figure as well any questions you have she answers clearly and bluntly um she and by the end of the week she probably lets you help her paint sealant on one of the uh, cracks in the low hold um and she instructs you very very closely and tells you why you know going along with a grain of the wood works and how all this works she seems a very very competent carpenter i would love to rp this scene but let's yeah but yeah no i'm so that's fucking great yes that's what we can absolutely well this is so you guys have a choice right so there is a section of your plot that you're going to discover at Frothpool, uh, but you have spent seven days on this ship, so it's your party's choice. Would you like to have some scenes with the crew, uh, and you can choose one crew member each to have a chat with, or do you want to uh, find out what the next chunk of your quest is? There are no there are no concerns in terms of time. We're doing fine for time. No so. wrong answers. No wrong answers. Here. I'm pretty keen for some plot myself. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy to move on with the quest. I think maybe we could do. Could we do like a halfway house of like a minute whip round of what we all get out of these seven days or happens with us? Yeah, definitely. I like that. So a summer, yeah. a summation. Uh, yeah. Is that all right with you, Sash? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Of Lovely. Sure. All right. So Kataya, you spend your time with Astromora. Um, Gwathryn, what what do you want to do? Who do you want to spend your time with? I'm tempted to spend my time with uh, Rhea uh, and uh, Astromora. Astromora, I would have asked if they had come across anyone else from other worlds in their time between Forge, if they'd been anywhere, if they had been to other world, uh, other um, cities as well. Uh, she shakes her head if you ask her in the mess. Uh, she says that she used to be a pretty just regular, uh, regular carpenter, and then uh, the madness with Forge happened, and um, she uh, she she had to go. They had to leave. Okay. The other the other thing I would have asked is I would if if I got the sense Riak knew about stuff. Yeah, you get that impression. He seems older. He seems maybe mm. you know late middle age. You, I think you two would probably bond being, yeah. uh, you know. Older than these three 19 year olds. Get on NPC, bro. 
I would um, ask if they'd seen anything <laughs> like these these white earplug things I've got. Ooh, Suryuk uh, considers this very carefully when you ask him. Uh, he shakes his head and he's never seen anything like that. Um, but he says they seem, or from your description, they seem very old, it sounds like. Right. But that's the most he can tell you. Cool, thank you. Cool, lovely. All right, fab. Uh, Sally, is there anyone you want to spend time with on the ship? I mean, one. I, I'm either going to spend it casing the vault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Magically casing the vault. Cool, how are you going to do that? <laughs> well, I'd imagine I'd, I'd find an excuse to go down there and do a little, little detect magic on it. Great, and... lovely. This vault seems to be lined with something that is blocking any ability to sense it, see into it, anything like that. Uh, you would know that lead blocks magic quite often and it is impossible to scry in there. You would know that clairvoyance wouldn't work um, and you would know that your uh, your detect magic seems to be blocked. In which so, case, I'm going to spend my time uh, better antagonizing the lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. So you, you step into the galley, the galley's... The galley is relatively small and it seems to be set up with a series of, uh, the word would probably be scuttling planks. Uh, so somebody, most likely Astromora, uh, has affixed a, essentially like a race car track around to all of the different parts made of wood to the different parts of the uh, the galley. Uh, and Francois scuttles along that. Uh, he has very, very long handled um uh, like spoons and knives and things that he handles with his two pincers, but mostly uh, he instructs Regina. Over the the week, as you gradually pop in, Sally, as you pop your head in, um, maybe on, on day four or five, mm. um, it seems like he and Regina have found uh, enough of an entente to sort of get on with their jobs, essentially. Um, so uh, Regina is taking orders and Francois seems to enjoy bossing her around. Um, but as you step in, Francois goes, what are you doing? Get out of the galleys. This is for artists and culinaires only. I refuse to be intimidated by a lobster. Ah, well, 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 well. What do you need then? I, I, I came here to. What I came here to do was antagonize him, but now this all ah. really impresses me. I've got, but I, uh-huh. I'm still, I don't, I don't think quickly enough. So I'm like, I've come here to antagonize you, but all oh. this is clearly quite impressive. <laughs> he says, ah, merci beaucoup. You know, a lot of people like to antagonize me, but they always underestimate me. Do you like cooking? Yes. Well, in that case, perhaps if you can take orders and behave, perhaps you could assist my small assistant here. She struggles reaching things off high shelves or heavy things or really anything um, that, you know, she is very small. You'll be the sous sous chef. I can do neither of those things, but I will stick around anyway. Okay. Well, uh... Neither take orders nor behave. Okay. (laughs) Well, well, as long as you take orders and behave... I will do neither of those things, but I will stay in the okay. kitchen. Well, then in that case, please get out of the galley. I shan't. Okay, well, in that oh, case... God. In that case, Regina, please remove her. Uh, and Regina I look over. at Regina like... Sorry. And she I just cast gently... his laughter on Regina. <laughs> she gently pushes your knee, just like very slightly. You can see she's she's trying to do what this lobster that's bossing her around tells her to do. She like very gently pressed against you. She's not she's not strong at all and francois says yes ha ha we 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 my assistant is so powerful cower with incredibly strong arms she has many fingers and also thumbs 
I, I pick her up and I spin her around like it, like you would with a child. <laughs> she has, she laughs. I look at Francois like, yeah, can't do that, can you? Okay, well, that is, we are allowed to have a little fun when cooking. Now back to work. Uh, do, you, do you put Regina down? No. Yes, I will. Oh. I will. Because <laughs> okay. otherwise this will go on for some time. I'll put Regina down. Can I Can I see if I can make something? Can I ratatouille this in a sort of, you know, you know when it's like, no, we'll go off menu. We'll, we'll find this stuff and we'll make the funny music thing in the air. Um, nobody who hasn't seen the film, is, this is making sense to no one. Um, I've, I've seen it and I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, you know when the colours swirl in the air because he tastes a thing. Oh, you mean the visual yes. representation of flavor. Yeah, that one. Um, gotcha. Can I can I try and cook something in order to really? Can I roll to cook something? Uh, the second you try and get anywhere near any cooking, <laughs> I will stations, fight that lobster. I will fight him, Victoria. Oh. Your fi- your fingers are smacked by this spoon. He seems very. <laughs> I'll smack him right back. Thing. I will crack his exoskeleton. Oh my god! Are you really gonna kill this sentient lobster? I don't want to kill him, but I'm like, hey, I just, can, can I, I roll to pers- crack his exoskeleton? Yes. Can I just? Can I? Can I? Can I? I want to impress him. May I impress him before I eat him? Okay, I like that. So go ahead and uh, what do, what do, I reckon cooking is a whiz skill because it goes off uh, like survival, intuition, it goes along that route. So go ahead and make me a wisdom check, please. Oh, that's interesting. As you try to piece things together. All right. <laughs> I rolled a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Sally. I'm gonna have to eat him. I'm gonna have to eat him. You really don't. You really don't have to. As you, uh, you're like, right. I'm gonna show this bastard. You reach up to one of the high shelves and unfortunately overturn a whole jar of flour that just. Covers you. Can I just storm out after that? Because I feel like there's nothing else I can. Can I just reach up? It covers me, and I turn to him, and I'm like, I think I've proved my point, and then I leave. <laughs> yes, you absolutely can. Leaving uh, flowery, powdery footprints in your wake. Uh, you, as you slam the I, I door turn to Regina you. and I go, "You secure your flower better, Missy," um, and then sorry. I leave. Okay. As you step out, she says, "Bye, Sally. Nice to see you." <laughs> And you slam the door with a little pile of flour on your head. I'm okay with that encounter. So, uh, Archie, uh, who do you want to spend some time with on the ship? I was going to go hang out with Francois, but there's no way there's going to be room in the kitchen <laughs> for another for another cook spoiling you that broth. You see Sally so. storming past with a little pile of flour on her head. Go just fucking lobsters, fucking flour. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll 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 choose someone else. Um, I I would like, if possible, to just spend some time with the captain. Absolutely. Um, you can spend some time with the captain. Um, the captain tends to be... Uh... Do you want to roll an insight check? I'd love to. First roll of the episode. Yeah. It's just been absolutely role-playing hijinks. Um, <laughs> luckily, I used one of my precious few natural 20s there. Oh, nice. very good. Ooh. Such a good time to use it. So glad. Yeah. You, I know, Next I know combat, it's being... ones all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're being sarcastic, but this is genuinely a really good time to roll a natural twenty. Mm. Oh. Okay. So, the captain, you at first when you start spending time with her, just sort of checking in, having polite conversation. She seems very businesslike. She seems very fixated on her goal. But the longer time you spend with her, the more you determine that 
she is a very driven individual and you gather that she's just making assumptions that always seem to be correct sometimes she'll just stride over to Deimos at the wheel and adjust it just a, a few degrees and you will see several hours later that you are sailing past a storm and it wouldn't wouldn't stand out to anybody else but to you Archie because you maybe want to impress her or maybe just want to get to know her a little better she seems very in tune she also seems to disappear every evening maybe you duck your head into her cabin at one time uh, you know after hours to see if she needs any help Um, and she's not there and you don't seem to be able to find her at night Uh, but in the morning she is back up strictly directing everybody she has this intuition she goes to her cabin and no, she out? doesn't. She doesn't seem to be in her cabin at night. Huh. And you can't see her anywhere else on the ship. Interesting. Maybe one evening when the the stars are kind of spreading out, bloomy overhead, um, and you see her looking at this compass around her neck, and she seems to be consulting it very, very closely. As you peer over her shoulder, you can see that the needle points towards where the ship is going, but it doesn't seem to point north that is what you did use about the captain there is something unusual about Captain Sten hmm can we have a little chat or are we absolutely yeah absolutely yeah so she Uh, she like welcomes you into her cabin one night Uh, she looks up from where she's preparing she's going through a ledger or something and she says yes can I help you Archie I just wanted to um Ask how progress was going. Very well. We're going to be docking in Frothpool by the morning. Hmm. And uh, what will you have us do in Frothpool? I've left an item with a friend, and I think it's about time I retrieved it. And here's why I'm really here. I can you tell me about the Golden Island? Ah. Just a little, just a little bit. Yes. All right. Uh, she gestures for you to sit. She's she's noticed you making an effort, and uh, she pulls out from her drawer uh, a kind of a, a, a tin jug of uh, grog that she pours into two tankards and sort of sets one in front of you. Ooh. She says, hmm. "She says, cheers, cheers." The Isles of Gold are legend to most, a mystery, but I know for sure that they exist. They've been part of stories for so long, consistently, every few centuries, appearing, disappearing, like clockwork. I believe this is because they are tied into the fabric of the universe in some way. The way in which the planes breathe associates with the appearance and disappearance of this island. But there's something more important than just gold there. They say secrets are hidden on the Isles of Gold. Ancient things long lost to time preserved here. There are perhaps ways in which the laws of the world may be addressed, perhaps even reversed. And if all goes well, it's very possible that we will be able to right a grave wrong that has been done. You're on a good path if you stick with us, Archie. Oh, we're here till the end, baby. (laughs) But uh, what is this great wrong you speak of? Well, I... 
lost somebody very dear to me. And until recently, it was not something I could address or correct. I spent years trying to forge a future, to find a path I could walk alone. But that's just not how I am. That's not how I'm made. And my hope is that on these aisles, I have a way to correct this injustice. Find what was taken from me, and I will. Even if it um, costs a great deal. So you're hoping to bring them back? Yes. Yes. She didn't deserve what happened. I hope you find what you're looking for. Thank you. We will help in any way that we can. She looks indeed as Francois much as Captain so Stern great. can. Francois? <laughs> so great. Love him. Just just great addition to the ship. Just big fan. Thank you. I'm glad. Well, I think he, he really balances out some of the more serious characters. He's like, top draw. Good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you approve of our, our cook. To be honest, he's more Deimos's problem than mine, but he's a good cook. What can I say? Um, thank you for coming tonight, Archie. Um, I hope that you find what you're looking for as well. You know, often in my years, I've seen people seeking what they want or what they think they need. And very rarely do I see somebody truly facing the truth of what it is that they need speak with those that love you you'll find your path again there'll be winds that fill your sails but start from the foundation you can't build a ship while it's all sailing after all no that would be hard be very wet exactly you want mm. to start in a dock Makes sense? I think so. Thanks for the chat. Anytime. And I, I down my grog and I go, oh my god, that's that's powerful. <laughs> Holy shit. Not not she, used to this. <laughs> she laughs for the first time. You you see Captain Stern laugh. Uh, it doesn't quite reach her eyes, but she seems tickled. And she says, You'll get used to it. Close my door on your way out. I go, yeah, roger that, Captain. (laughs) (laughs) You stumble out um, and uh, shut the door. Ryuk starts telling you about Frothpool being known for its wreckers, uh, but uh, he can't say much more because he is cut off by the captain beckoning you forward. Uh, She looks at you all and you can see that today, more than other days, she seems to be a little bit more energised. She seems to be uh, taking to her office with aplomb. And she says to you, Right, uh, the four of you, uh, I think that this particular section of our journey will be perfectly suited for you. I need you to find the Wreckers Inn, find the Magpie, tell them that Journey's Bounty must be returned. Um, obviously, I'm not sure what uh, 
what will happen, so I recommend that you take another member of the crew to accompany you, as well as the four of you. Uh, but I'll let you freely choose who it is. The rest Francois. of us have business Francois. to do. I mean, it's Francois. definitely Francois, Francois. right? I'm afraid I can't spare my cook who's a lobster. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have presented him as an option. Then. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to copy and paste Francois fair. into every option that says who are you bringing with you. Francois doesn't like to leave the ship. I don't care what Francois wants. No, I do. I do. He's had bad experiences with uh, enthusiastic fisher folk. Oh. Okay, so we have to we have to find the records in. Find the records in. The magpie, did you say? Find the magpie. Or ask, ask for the magpie. And tell them we need the journey's bounty. Journey's bounty must be returned. Journey's bounty must be returned. I mean, this sounds all very cryptic. Can you get tell us a little bit more about that, please? Uh, the Wreckers Inn should be on the northern side of the town, but uh, Frothpool is sort of an atoll. It's a large island with a uh, lake in the centre of it. It's, so. not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the geography that's cryptic. It's, yeah, the, it's uh, magpie bounty. business, journey's bounty, what, what needs to be returned, what... what how do we know we've gotten the right thing before we come back? You'll know. Yeah, that by oh. you telling us what it is, that's how we'll know. Yeah, that's what okay, I always well, don't get about these stories. You go on this journey, nobody knows what the fuck is going on, whereas actually the journey success hinders on hinges on you knowing what's going on and the, your boss never tells you. If you and worked in an office and somebody was like, ooh. I apologize. No, no, we, we, we're, prof- we're, we're just professionals who need, who need the information so we can do the job well. Uh, Stern, I assume you're not an option to come with us? Unfortunately not. I have business to take care of elsewhere. Though I'm flattered that you might think of me. Uh, well, crew, um, I, I suggest maybe uh, either Deimos or Astra. Could I feel be, like Kat's uh, probably, got a, probably got a pretty good... Oh, we do uh, like Astra Astra sounds and like nudge, she can do stuff. I nudge Gwathryn. Yeah, yeah, she's, oh, yeah. Uh, she, she seems alright. She seems like she knows her business. Should be a good, uh, you know. She represents the ship and all that. I Very well. Could be, could be a useful, uh, useful uh, person to bring along. I mean, I, I, I mean, amongst others, obviously. She is called Cat. She is called Cat, which I'm a big fan of. So, uh, okay, I'm ready to hop on board of that, Sally. Yeah, Ted. I mean, I'm, well. I'm easy either way. I'm just, you know, fine. All right, well, sure, of course you are. Gwen. No, we, we've heard how easy you're. You are, totally Gwen. cool. It was our <laughs> choice. It was our choice, buddy. Yeah, yeah, wink, wink, wink. Super wink. Sorry, totally I've, our I've, choice. I've, I've already forgotten who we asked you along. Uh, Francois is coming along. <laughs> you right, hear yeah, from the shadows behind you. Oh, breaking my heart so soon! And you see stepping out from behind you very stealthily is Cat Dunnett. Uh, she says, "And here I thought we were going to have a nice trip together." Uh, there we go. We, I think we, we through, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I look over at Gwathryn and just raise an eyebrow. I say nothing. <laughs> uh, Captain Stern says, very good. In that case, uh, if you're going to be away for more than uh, a night, please do find some way to send a message. Other than so, that, take question, uh, Captain yes. Stern, just before we go. Uh, can you tell us who or what the magpie is? You'll know when you meet the magpie. Oh, all right. Cry. All right. What about We're Journey's off. bounty? Right. What about Journey's bounty? Fine. The You'll magpie's know. clearly a real all bounty. Right. Yeah. Real magpie. Captain, I trust yes. uh, you won't let any of my cats off the ship. Uh, keep any uh, entrances and exits uh, firmly shut while not while not supervised. If that's okay. If you see the topless man with the snake wandering off, pop him back. <laughs> Oh yeah, that too. Actually, yeah, yeah. We've left Zayden in charge of the cats. Actually, good point. Uh, <laughs> if you see a topless man with a snake walking fourteen cats, that's fine. 
Very well. <laughs> with a big lead with 14 bits on. Yeah. <laughs> like that it's... picture of Daniel Radcliffe with all of the dogs walking through <laughs> yeah. New York City. It's called it's called the Cato 14 Tales. And it's <laughs> yeah. very good. Yeah. Uh right. she says right. You have my word that your partners and your pets will remain safe while on the Maiden's Revenge. So, so, like from what I've heard, some of them are interchangeable. Hey. Are you saying that we have sex with our animals? Are you saying I fuck <laughs> oh, my cats? God. Are you saying that my partner <laughs> is my now, pet? That's implication, yes. <laughs> Very strong implication no. there, Gwathryn. I it's pretty much Dan exactly what you're saying. I, think I supported addressing... your awkward flirting, but <laughs> I no longer do. I think oh. Dan was addressing the like kinky uh, Very overtones. Very relationship you have with Zayden. It's a lot. It's a Look, sense of pet we'll just later. say potential, but negotiate. D&D, if nothing else, is wish fulfillment. So I feel that I should be allowed <laughs> to fuck the cats. <laughs> is that where this, this is going? has gone wildly off piste. Again, uh, uh, again, find <laughs> us on, um, what was it, spankbank.com. <laughs> Spankbanks. Find our only fans. Uh, Gwathryn, I will have you know, I have, I have never sullied my paladin purity by engaging in carnal interests. Okay. I, I Gwathryn never Especially said that. Gwathryn never said that. Dan did, which, which makes it better. I go, I go, hold on. You've, you've never had sex, Katar. If that's what you want to call it. I just mean like, you know, I don't want to say Peter V. No, I've never Peter, put, put Peter. my P in anything. Okay, that's fine. Just, it's good to know. Would you like to? Are, are you interested in it? That does not matter. It is my duty as a paladin to remain pure. We could have a little get Katai blade thing if you want to, but if you don't, that's fine. Look, my friend, I am happy for all of you to have as many distractions as you like, but uh, I've not been tempted thus far. Okay, that's fine. If you're not into it, you're not into it. But uh, if you are, I, let's just say you got a wingman right here. Whether I'm into it or not is not actually important. It is my duty. I'm a servant oh. of Bast. And it remains my duty. Oh, is it one of those religions? Uh, not the religion as a whole, but my role as a paladin, yes. Right, okay. So, wait, Vicky, do paladins not have sex? Uh, was that was that alright of me to add that? Yeah, no, I, that's, what, of course, yeah. that's what I was saying. You could you could totally be ace, uh, Katab. I just wanted to, I wanted to confirm either way if it, if you were interested in talking about it. But um, my absolutely. interests are not the issue here. It's sure, my... got it, got it, got it. I understand. Um, I did not mean I didn't mean to prime a man. Just wanted to uh, just wanted to know which way the. Hey, don't the worry, buddy. Hmm? If anything, I'm all of your wingmen. Don't worry. Oh. Okay, well, how about we wingman our way to some plot, eh? <laughs> it's flat yeah. wings. Let's head into town with into town uh, with Cat done it. We're taking Cat. Great, you've taken Cat done it with you. What a good choice. Uh, not that there are really any bad choices apart from the sentient lobster and <laughs> the child. <laughs> but that was your first choice. So do you know what Cat done it? A great improvement. <laughs> so, uh, as you step into Frothpool, Cat uh, seems to know the way to the Wreckers Inn. You get the impression that she's been there before. The Wreckers Inn is on the edge of Frothpool, where the bustling town gives way to thick, humid jungle. Constructed from what seems to once have been a grand galleon turned upside down, the inn is made from strong, rounded timber and flecked with strings of moss and vines. 
you step through a door that used to be a gun port and into a fairly quiet tavern, where the tight-lipped human behind the bar looks round three times as you ask for the magpie, before hurrying you all into a back passage that seems to lead upwards into what used to be the hull of this ship. You knock at the top of the stairs, and the door is opened by a stunningly handsome half-elven man, wearing very little indeed. He opens the door and welcomes you into a luxuriant paradise of a room, full of plush furnishings, dangling strings of beads, and fragrant pipe smoke. Several more intensely beautiful people of all genders lounge around artistically positioned, playing cards or reading books. And at the centre of them all, reclining on a chaise longue, is a tiefling. It is impossible to determine their gender, but they have black and white skin patterned like a magpie and are wearing an effortlessly loose shirt and effortlessly tight breeches. As you step in, they sit up with a grin, beckoning you to join them amongst the plush furnishings. Afternoon, darlings. What brings you to the magpie's nest? Hmm. (laughs) Archie basically runs over. You are my (laughs) favourite. Oh, thank you, You are the one. Oh, thank you. So nice to have somebody with such good taste around here. Please, come join. We thought the talking lobster was going to be the highlight, but... Absolutely not. You are it. Oh, Francois. <laughs> oh, you know him. <laughs> I am the incomparable magpie, my dear. Of course I know the fucking lobster. <laughs> oh, the magpie. We're looking for you. Ah, very good. Well, you found me. Now, what are you going to wreak upon me? Oh, there it is. <laughs> so many things. I think we would all like to wreak wow. upon you, but... Um, wow. uh, but for the purposes we're, we're, of expediency... We're, we're, uh, I have one message for you. First of all, you're very handsome. Well done. Um, Thank you. Secondly, I'm sure you hear that all the time, but never mind. Secondly, it never gets journeys... old, darling. Much like me, <laughs> they wink. I wink back. Uh, and secondly, journey's bounty must be returned. Oh shit! <laughs> I mean, all if you right. Want to, if you want to. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine, darling. Don't you worry about it. Um. Look, I take it your captain sent you? Yeah. Yes. Yes, so this is somewhat of an awkward, awkward situation, darling. See, I would absolutely love to return Journey's bounty, and they were right to trust me with what they trusted me with, but at the end of the day, I may have misplaced the item. Great news is, I know exactly where it is. Problem is, can't get it back. Uh, Where is it? Why can't you? Great questions and handsome face. <laughs> I I'm not Gwathryn. I would say that if I had to choose anywhere in Frothpool, uh, the bounty would be, I would say that it was in ruins beside Blood Lake. Blood you Lake? Know, yes, Blood Lake. You know, the ancient ruins, the parts submerged in the lake. Uh a fun fact, actually, uh, it's a misnomer. Despite the red water, the the lake's actually full of of, uh, of just water. Um, unfortunately, it's also bottomless, so it is quite deadly. Mm. Unlike you, clearly. <laughs> You're funny too. What's your current employment? I'm, I'm rather taken, I'm afraid. Ah, oh, what nice a shame! Catherine, play hard to get. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> what a shame. Well, in that case. Uh, there, uh, your what you seek lies in those ruins. I've honestly tried to get it back, but um, 
Well, everybody I've sent hasn't come back, really. The ruins used to be home to worshippers of a terrible worm in the lake. <laughs> it was defeated by the first settlers at Frothpool, a battle that turned the waters red. Um, of course, the worshippers were scattered as opposed to necessarily all, you know, murderated. And some say they still lurk amongst the trees, waiting to drag innocent adventurers down into the watery depths. Anyway, I've tried to get it very, very hard indeed. Things been in the family for ages, after all. Um, you've tried or you've sent luckies to go and try. What's the difference, darling? There's a big difference. Well, I'd be no use out there in the ruins. I'm not exactly... Um, my my skill set lies elsewhere. If people think bring things back from the ruins that are valuable, I could make them very, very rich indeed. But no point sending a cart horse to do a dwarf's job. I go, uh, love and not a fighter, eh? <laughs> oh, God. Come on, Archie. <laughs> They look over to you and they say, I can be both if you want. Oh, God. Okay, stop stop it, Archie. You're a taken man. You're a dealer in rare things. Precisely. Mm. I'm going to show show the magpie the um, white things I've got. Ooh. As you uh, produce these white earplugs and you show them, they sit forward in utter fascination. Uh, May I? Please do. Thank you. Uh, they take it and inspect it in the colourful light of the lanterns hanging here. I say, hmm. Ancient, this thing. Where did you get it? That's not the question we're asking here, are we? <laughs> what, what, what is it? Yes. What, what, what is it? To be entirely honest with you, I don't know the precise answers to this. I'm surprised you didn't ask your captain. Um, Either how way. About the, uh, how about the imprecise answers? Got any of them? The imprecise answer, of course, would be that these hold things, see? Uh, and they turn to the uh, the section of the earplug that seems to be a little hollow. Um, and they say, um, as far as I'm aware, these things hold things, and now they don't hold things. But that's all we've been able to ascertain. Some of these occasionally wash up on the shores, too. They hand it back. We thought there were strange shells for a while. Now I'm not so sure. Either way, I'm afraid I don't have any more information than that. No, it's very, it's very, it's very helpful. I appreciate it. Just anytime. Uh, sorry for asking, but what, what kind of things would they hold? Oh well, I don't know, darling. For all of them I've seen, they've never been holding the thing they used to hold. Speaking of holding, okay. what's your current employment? <laughs> Me? Hmm. Oh well, I'm a. <clears throat> I'm employed. I'm with him. I point to Gwathryn, panicking. Oh. Lucky no, not, man. not like that, but I am with yes, someone else. We but... are all in the employment of your good friend, Captain Stern. Ah. And with all due respect, of course. you seem very cocksure about the fact that you've misplaced an item of dear importance to Captain Stern. And uh, this will not go unforgotten. I will make sure they know of your, uh, your lapse in abilities. I'd say that was fair. I'd say that was fair. What's your oh. current holding, darling? I, I just told you. Oh, you're employed with Captain Stern. You seem very... You work for Captain Stern. Very... I am the royal advisor to the Shah of the City of Cats. Why? I kind of moonlight, if you want. Uh, what's moonlight? Oh. <laughs> I don't know if we have time to get into this, but it's really rather beautiful. 
you seem to enjoy the most uh, beautiful things in life. And uh, Certainly. One day you might be lucky enough to be graced by the beauty that is the moon. It hangs above in the sky, gracing us all with its bright beams and guiding light. It sounds charming, utterly enthralling. If you ever find it, bring it by. I'm sure I could find you a good price for it. Bring by the moon? Hmm. <laughs> you must be crazy, Magpie. What are you talking about? I can't carry the moon. You need a hundred of me to carry the moon, maybe even more. Sounds Jesus. like a shiny thing worth selling. Uh, yes, Magpie, I get Okay, it. if we see the moon, <laughs> right. we'll, we'll bring okay. it here for you. Thank right, yes. much <laughs> like... Deal. Much like most publicly topless dudes, the more he talks, the less I fancy him. So... <laughs> He's got gonna... his, they've they've got their shirt kind of open uh, yeah. as opposed to necessarily being topless. Oh, thank God, Sally. I got it. You're not the only one hypnotized by his nipples. No. Their yeah. nipples. I, yeah, I feel the I opposite. I've got better nipples over there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, Magpie, Sriracha Mayo here. Several questions. Hello, First darling. of all... <laughs> Minor illusions. Have you seen this man? Oh. Because you know everyone. Talk to me. about this guy. Who are you, who are you illusioning? I'm Just illusioning the guy listeners. that I haven't seen since I was nine. Uh, they lean in and they go, yes, I know this man. Who is he? Well, I'm not allowed to tell you, of course, darling. He works for Ray's Secret Society. <gasps> Which one? <laughs> uh, tell me. You're so funny. What's your current holding? <laughs> right. Stop messing around. Close your top. We're going to talk. Uh, don't, 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 close your top. Don't, don't rush to close your top. It's fine. If this top is going to be a, such a source of uh, controversy among friends, I could take it off. No, I think that would, no, I think that would be safest. That's the opposite of what I've just said. Everyone, Keep I think it would be safest if Keep they just the took the top off. On. I want to see less of you, not more. Right, you. Very well. She doesn't speak for the group. We'll keep this as a titillating medium. Oh my god! Is, so is don't say titillating. Is there something that can be done to persuade you, Magpie? Yeah. Is there anything that can be done to persuade you in order to to find out what the hell, who the hell this dude is? Uh, roll insight. All right. Let's have a little look. Can I help her? Can I assist her? Yeah, yeah, the two of you are trying to figure this out, definitely. Now, listen, if you t- if you uh, if you uh, tell Sally a little bit more about this, perhaps we won't mention to the captain just what a massive fuck up you've done. Oh, well, now you've turned, haven't you? We were having so much fun before. What, oh, I, oh, making this that, oh, now I'm having fun. I rolled a <laughs> one, then Talal assisted me. Uh-huh. And I rolled a two. <laughs> oh, no. Is that your second one? <laughs> it's my it's second one. one. And then I was like, brilliant. I'm being assisted. It's not going to be a critical fail. And it was a two. Wow. <laughs> Let's see uh, if Dan's proposition no helps. And if my, my not, I'm, I think I have a backup. This idea. guy can fuck off. Uh, so they, uh, it, they're really hard to read. It's really difficult to tell in amongst this uh, this act that they're clearly putting on how much of them is serious and how much I'm of them going is genuine. Try bargaining, right? Okay, Clearly, lovely. I don't know what the hell they want, but I do need this from them, so I'm going to try bargaining. Um, first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to see if they're, they're into anything material. So I am going to produce... What am I going to produce? Something... I'm going to produce my super special Warhammer. Ooh. Just out of a pocket, clearly. He hasn't <laughs> seen it before. It wasn't, it's not like I'm like... Whoa! So I'm like... Whoa! 
I'm like, hey, this is the only one of these in the world, bright and shiny. You like That's shiny. So. What okay. information you got? So you're offering me this Warhammer in exchange for information. Okay, let's let's establish the parameters of the information, shall we? Because I'm not I'm not happy with ooh, he's a guy that sometimes hangs out over there once every ten years, right? I want a name. I want I don't a name. Have that. Ah, f- right. Without telling me anything, can you tell me what you do have? As in, like occupation, you know, fun hobbies, mistresses. Um, you know, does he like jam? What What are we talking about here? Are we talking? Are we talking like actual useful stuff, or do, are you just? Are you just? Are you? Are you? Mm, are you pulling my hair? I don't know. Do you want to pull? No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Like Stop touching people and tell me what you know. I haven't love, touched I anyone, I love your darling. sexually suggestive characters, Vicky. They're so fun. You just turn any request into an innuendo. I know. Can I, uh, can I sit down here? Can you sit down here? Okay. <laughs> Where? My face? <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh, yeah, I'm having fun. This is a fucking bizarre... Departure from the usual. Well, having fun. Uh, they they regard you seriously for a moment, um, or at least kind of languidly, um, and they say, "I can tell you all I know, which is what I suspect they do, and where you might find more information. That's all I can give you, and that's sincerely all I know. I'm oh, a fence. Well, if you don't want it, then... All right, all right. Into nothing, the deal. Let's keep bargaining, right? Let's keep going. Well, because I'm about to give him, like, quite a valuable piece of weaponry. I, so... I'm not going to magically know more about your mystery. No, 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 no. I've, <laughs> got, a second, I've got a follow-up question. Sally, right. before you do that, I whispered yeah. you, don't, don't forget there's, like, a magic spirit in it as well. So it's worth even more. Yeah, this there's a magic spirit. It's oh. shiny, but it's also got a soup's magic spirit. Oh, in that right. case, I know the star sign and date and name, full name, birth name <laughs> of this person. Do you? Ah, oh, shit. No. Oh, the information wait. I have is finite. Okay, fine. <gasps> All I right. How much you offer to pay me? For no, it. I forgot fine, about the magic fine. spirit. Hold on. Too late for that. Give this spirit away. You can. Hang on. Sally's bugging. I can. Um. All right. In which case. Um, do you have any information? I want information, Katayab. I want fucking information. Talal is genuinely devastated. He's holding his hand, the podcast sisters, he's holding his hand on his forehead and looking so scandalous. I'm not saying I'm going to make the deal because at the moment there's not enough. No, I I think we, whatever. Okay, they don't know any more than they've No, 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 no. I'm going to ask. I'm not going to ask about that. I'm going to ask about different stuff. So my my follow-up questions were about Journey's bounty, which nobody wants to tell us anything about. What the hell we're going to see when we, whatever fight we're going to have when we get to the Blood Lake thing, which, by the way, doesn't sound terrifying at all. And what's what's the deal with our weird captain? (laughs) Do you know shit about that as well? I would rather die a thousand times over than tell you anything about your captain, darling. But, in terms of the bounty, I can tell you precisely what you'd be looking for, and a little information besides, and I can tell you how to get there, what you might wish to prepare to encounter on the way. I know Frothpool like the back of my hand. Alright, as you were, I'm going to chat to these dudes. Huddle! Okay, I'm in. Hi. Uh, you guys uh, shuffle over to a corner uh, with kind of beautiful, strong, uh, diaphanous fabrics um, and 
dangling beads uh, and we, a we pair get of one very, of the fabrics and we just uh-huh. cover ourselves in it like a little like a <laughs> little thing yeah like a little yeah. tent like a little uh, I feel diaphanous as fuck right now <sighs> I am speeding <laughs> the Sally, this place um, is very hard to concentrate in everyone I'm, it, I'm right, struggling I'm, I'm I am overwhelmed with with handsome naked people I don't know what to do <laughs> it's okay Archie uh, t- take a knee it's all good uh, you're doing great. Keep him charmed. Uh, I need some little I, horse I, blinders on. I so. understand why this place is bewildering. It's quite funny that we had that conversation just before we came here. Yeah, before about, we came uh, to bloody sex town. <laughs> yes, it's quite horse. hilarious. Um, I, I, I just want to... Oh, man. I, I, I forgot. I had a lapse in memory that uh, one of my father's compatriots is inside that hammer. You didn't tell Magpie that they were in there, right? Well, I said there's a fun spirit in there, I oh, think. Oh, you did. Oh, shit. I didn't. They don't know who. They don't they, know who. They were ready to take it before you told them about it. Yeah, the but I needed more shit. Um, so I'm just wondering if there's a way to get that spirit into another item, perhaps. I just feel bad because I have an obligation, okay? This is one of my father's people. And I, when I cast my father back into his home world, I want to, hopefully, you will all agree to hand over the spirits that are inside your magic items as well and cast them back too, and I would hate for one of them to be lost here. Okay, two things, uh, Kataib. Number one, uh, Deimos on the ship might be our person to talk to, might know about transference. Number two, your dad did say one of the spirits was a dick, and it might be this one, so we might be I think right. it was this one. It was yeah. this one, but so I think still, we're clear. My, let's not forget, my dad's a bit of a dick too. Okay, uh, well, he's a little bit. You can say but, that. But uh, even even the biggest dicks deserve, you know, to be where they belong. Oh, stop saying big dicks! It's really distracting me. This one doesn't seem that fussy about where he is. Look, my point is: <laughs> is it worth? Is what we're we're about to receive here, which is essentially some advantage on the clearly extremely dangerous place we're going to, an understanding of what the fuck we're looking for, and also maybe some information on this dude. That is it worth? Is the important bit. Yes, it's worth it, Sally. Anything that can bring you knowledge about your past and about your troubles, it is worth it. Of course. All right. Okay, everyone. He's going to give us information. Sorry, they're going to give us information on the journey thing for free because they want us to get it back. We don't have to trade for that. No. Uh, stuff about your past, that's your call, Sally. So they're going to give us the information about journey and the thing for free? Yeah, because the, they want us to get it back, so I don't see why they wouldn't. It's just I about... Didn't ha- before. Everybody else was, ooh, mystical. Go over there. We want the thing, but we won't tell you about the thing. Oh, no, they made it clear. They would tell us that stuff. It's more about the mysterious merman from your past that we want to He's learn. He's not a merman. They're not a merman. Think. Oh, excuse me. It'd be weird if he was uh, a merman. Um, I do have, Sally, I do have some yes. chicken bone that I got from the, <laughs> from the goblin market in season one. Uh... I've got, do you know what cool I have that I never use? I've got all this stuff, and one of them I never use, I, and it's good, but I had a dagger of warning for fucking donkey's years, and we've never used it, despite how useful it is. So that's... that's yeah, that means you can't be surprised, right? The dagger of warning. Yes, but I never look at it, so it glows. Fair. You know what? It you know what? up somewhere in my backpack, and I'm Cable, like, we're walking able to in... In the end of the day, Sally, I'm, uh, Sasha, I'm not going to stop you handing the hammer over... But I have had something in my head since the beginning of this interaction that I wanted to try, um, which was the the Fayglade water. We could offer him uh, them some of that. I don't know if they would have Fayglade water in this part of the world. And if that doesn't work, 
then go ahead and fucking offer the hammer because my loyalty is with Sally more than the spirit in the hammer, 100%. But if there was a way to save both, I would have done it, but there doesn't seem to be. Uh, we'll so offer him I, fake laid water, then we'll offer him dagger of warning. If he wants neither of those things, we'll talk, but I don't know. It feels what, what a bit wishy-washy to me. It does. Maybe we should just... Shall we just stick with the hammer? Or shall we try... Because this is wasting no, 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 a lot no, of time. No, 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 I mean his... Let's, let's go back in. Right, i got a plan. Let's go. Ah. Finish with your little discussion. Oh, I, I reckon because because we covered ourselves with a with a um, the curtain, it was like so they were all like looking over, being like, oh, oh, they do it differently where where they're from. Um, right. They're all g- grabbing each other's butts while we're under the curtain. Right. A very a very beautiful lady brings you all uh, drinks, and a very beautiful man sets a stack of cakes in front of you. Um, and Magpie, the tiefling, kind of um, adjusts uh, a small kind oh of silver God, stud in one of their horns and says, as fuck. Yes. That's definitely eating this. Definitely eating it. <laughs> yeah. By all means. You definitely can. It is fucking delicious. And you would we'll know. Take risks I'm worried about eating anything. Like, check <laughs> in the holes and stuff. If we've learned nothing. I've learned nothing. It occurs to you that this is very, very delicious as you eat it. Um, and uh, it also occurs to you that uh, because the Regent Company, as you know, as Melinda Lowe told you, uh, controls the transport of things, including sugar and flour and things to make cakes, uh, this probably indicates that Magpie is very, very rich or has some connections with the Regent Company. Maggers, my friend has a proposal for you. Eyes up here. Right, so what we're going <laughs> to do... That's very kind, but I don't like to exchange rings with one particular person. Oh my god, I'm so head over heels. No, I'm just I don't even over. know what's happening anymore. Archie, you love Mag-Mac. Jeremy. <laughs> no, I, it isn't love. This is something else. I don't know what okay. it is. I'm too young. I... They wink. <laughs> pie man. Big pie. Let's talk. You can just call me magpie. <laughs> ah, I'm into nicknames. It's a character thing. All right. right. <laughs> Yo. Uh, so it's been pointed out to me that I can't actually give you this Warhammer for magical reasons. No, 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 shh, I'm bluffing. Okay, uh, for magical reasons that will lead to enormous punishment. So I got some other shit you can have. Um, first of all, we have this very lovely Fayglade water. Fayglade. I stuff. produce a pouch, my final pouch of Fayglade water. Very valuable. Yeah, it's very valuable uh, for various magical purposes. We were sent to get it once and we got to keep some. Uh, this was to revive a uh, grievously ill, magically ill, uh, very important dude. So pretty valuable shit. You want it? May I? Sure. Have a look. Great. They take the uh, uh, the pouch, oh, excuse me, the, the little vial of Fayglade water, um, and they kind of turn it round. Uh, you can see the muttering and incantation that you suspect is something like an identify uh, spell or some kind of uh, divination magic, um, and their cold uh, blue eyes flash uh, brightly, and then they say, hmm, it's the real deal. You're very impressive. Uh, this comes from your city, I presume. It does. It's from the city of Summers. I prefer the Warhammer, but uh, Sally, do you want to, you. to make a uh, a persuasion check? Sure. To see whether or not you can with uh... help. Nah, just Sally. Okay. Uh, all right, seventeen, please. Seventeen. Okay. The magpie kind of smirks and says, "All right, I'll nice. be willing to accept this in exchange for some information if you do one more thing for me." Is it weird? 
No. no. Okay. No. Not unless you want it to get weird. No, no. Because <laughs> no. we can get weird. No, put it back on. Well, that Jesus. What right. is it, magpie? Very well. I just want you all to come back in and say goodbye before you go. After all, we've only spent a few scant minutes together and it's rare that I see any new company. Sure. Lovely. We have a deal then. You mean after we've after we've picked up the um uh journey what is, you want us to What come do back? you roll? Yes. What do you roll when you're trying to read someone? It's insight. Um, insight. Can I roll insight to see how dodge he is? Because I'm like, it's a trap. The the company's going to be here, yeah. or he's going to take Journey's bounty and fuck no. off. Right? We're not he bringing it. Dodge. We're not bringing Journey's bounty. He seems dodge. He seems dodge. 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 Is it insight? Insight. Insight. Yeah. Roll insight on them to see if you can see how they're feeling, and whether okay, or not, not they're going to Journey's betray you. Bounty back here. Oh, uh, fifteen, please. 15. Um, they're very hard to read. Uh, you don't get the impression that they're any particular danger, but it's also very possible that's just a persona. We could always start. send a bounty back to the ship before we come back in. All right. So we're going to bring Journey's bounty back to the ship and then we'll come say hi. Works for me. As long as I get to see all your lovely faces. You're going to tell us about this mysterious figure. Absolutely. Well, you can keep the Fayglade water, but uh, allow me to just do something to ensure you're giving us all the truth, if you don't mind. As you wish, cast away. All right, I cast Zone of Truth. Very well. Zone of Truth settles around the um, uh, the group. Uh, that <laughs> I'm going to roll for Cat Dunnett. Yeah, charisma check, does. please. I create a magical zone that guards against deception in a 15-foot radius sphere, centered on a point of your choice, which is Magpie. Great. Uh, so, what is your uh, 15 saving save? Throw? Fifteen save. Fifteen charisma save. Would everybody, if you would wish to uh, to resist, go ahead and roll a save <laughs> to see if you can resist this effect? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sally, you might want to roll just in case. <laughs> I did in not save. A chari- charisma, <laughs> charisma save. A charisma saving throw. Yes. I got eighteen. Eighteen. Very nice. Gwathryn, you are unaffected. Uh, Seventeen from me. Uh, 17, you are unaffected. No, you're casting it. I'm going to say I, I've been seriously affected. <laughs> <laughs> I go, oh no, I'm very turned on. Oh, <laughs> how embarrassing. I'm not, I'm not. Archie, you don't need to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So hold on. When we come back, I'm going to ask because he's zone of truth. When we come back, traps? Anyone expecting us that we don't want expecting us? No, I just want to see you all again because I find you all intriguing. And I like intriguing people. Cool. Alright. So, to be explicitly clear, the things I know about this man is he works for an organisation that's exceptionally secret. Places you might want to look for more information include searching the ancient ruins at the Blood Lake. I don't know much about this man, but I do know other members of his organization had some business there a while ago. Uh, As for what the bounty is, Journey's bounty is Mother Carey's Petrel. It's an obsidian statue of a seabird. 
Mother Carey, of course, uh, historically a very powerful sea witch. They say she lures old sailors back into the sea, promising them an eternity in it, but she grants their wish in a twisted way. She transforms them into petrels, sort of seabirds, if you will. Uh, They're said to be spirits of long-dead sailors seeking refuge from storms, and often they roost in ships for shelter. You find an obsidian statue of a seabird in the old ruins, bring it back. That's Journey's Bounty paid. As for what you'll face, the jungle paths are particularly dangerous and there tend to be a whole variety of monsters in there. Now, obviously, I don't make regular stops into the journey because I'm not absolutely bonkers. But uh, if I were to go in, I'd say be wary of snakes, spiders, scorpions, monkeys. But also, I would say particularly to be aware of um, the monsters that, well, the, the monster I've heard reported at Blood Lake. It seems that this ancient worm was slain, but a servant yet survived. The servant seems to be lured by magical items, hence why it targeted my particular storehouse. This creature, I don't know its name and I don't know its origins, but I do know I've seen people cut in half by its pincers, so take that as you will. This thing clearly thirsts for these magical items other things that you might wish to look out for are sometimes the vegetation's particularly dangerous that is really all I know darling so what you're saying is next week is going to be a very action packed episode (laughs) (laughs) precisely now cakes and tea before you go yeah cheers yes please well, while we're having cake and tea and maybe a couple dark and stormies, before we set off, I might just ask Kat Dunnett. Um, hey, yeah, Kat. Yeah, what's up? What do you make of all this? This? You... Well, with everything that's happened with Magpie, uh, you confident about what we're about to encounter? Good question. Far as I can see, if we don't succeed, the Magpie's in the shit. So I don't see they have had any reason to lie to us. Plus, you don't get this kind of wealth by reneging on deals, at least as far as I understand it. Mm. So, as far as being trustworthy, I don't see why they'd sell us down the pan, especially since they're clearly quite unsettled by the captain. Yeah, she kind of has that? that effect on. Her. I meant to ask about that. Search me. I've only been travelling with her for a year. So you've not noticed anything strange about the captain? Well, define strange. We've all got our strangenesses, strangenesses, I mean, haven't we, Archie? Yeah, yeah, sure, but. Uh, Magpie doesn't seem like someone who's easily afraid of something, and yet they said they would rather die a hundred deaths than piss off the captain. Doesn't that strike you as a bit extreme? I guess. To be honest, I'm just glad that uh, we're on our side and she's on ours. Kat. Yeah. What do you know about the captain? Should we ask her questions as we journey towards certain death? You absolutely can. She says, this is a good conversation to have while walking, eh? Yes. Uh, for the record, in the interest of uh, full uh, full disclosure, that's the word, uh, your magic didn't affect me, so. Oh, okay. Just so you know. Ah, I did no, tell you I'm, that. I'm sorry for trying. I'm sorry. Hey, that's all right. And I like, th- I like the use of the word disclosure in this room full of people who have no clothes on. Very cool. <laughs> I go, cat. Who's your favourite member of the crew? 
my favourite member of the crew. Well, considering the zone of truth didn't work on me, uh, I'll say the captain is, of course. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be Francois, obviously. Well, Francois is a prick. And I've got no time for that shitty little crustacean who's above his station. But I will say Cat, that's me and you eat him. At you the end and of this Sally, adventure, yeah. Me and you, <laughs> beautiful dinner, really, really lovely. Light some candles. I'll get my boyfriend to go walk the cats. Oh. Me and you enjoy a lovely, delicious, cheeky lobster. I don't give a shit. To be honest, it, it's kind of sad how he came about, but he's Dame was his problem, not mine. It's just a headache, really. Everyone, he seems to piss everyone off he comes into contact with, and he's a small fucking lobster. Not me. No, you seem to be in touch with him. man. He cooks a good meal. Exactly. I don't have any problem with him. They're just, you know, occasionally he's exhausting. But plenty of people are exhausting. I spend time with them, so not so bad. Okay. Either way, I'm glad you lot picked me for this journey. It'd be good to uh, good to stretch my legs, remind myself how all this uh, fighting works. Uh, she takes a knife and very nimbly flicks it in her hand. Yeah, what's your combat speciality, uh, Cat? Uh, if you were to describe me, I would say that I was subtle and deadly. Mm. Nice. Just don't worry about looking out. We absolutely out. have space for that. She's a rogue in the, then. In the squad. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Oh, don't oh. bother with subtlety, Vicky. So a barbarian, right. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bard, 100%. Oh, my God. All right. That's, Mac, that's bye. The end of Thank it. you for the hospitality. Bye. bye. I'm going Come to take to several of your cakes. <laughs> By all means. Yes, yeah. you've uh, been uh, helpful to a degree, I suppose. We'll see you on our way back, huh? It's been very emotional. Bye. <laughs> bye. Uh, magpie winks and uh, as the doors close uh, you see several very beautiful people just sort of approaching magpie and magpie turning their attention to them as the door closes and the wreck is in and you set your way out into the jungles of Frothpool to f- uh, seek Journey's bounty that is where we will end our session for today well done everybody uh, magpie I hope you all had fun with hedonistic piece of shit I love magpie and yeah magpie's great this puritan here split the crowd magpie Uh, split the crowd hasn't he what do you think sandwiches (laughs) are we are we fans of um, fans of magpie or not oh god the chat is incredibly horny yes I'm so glad. Or, or I, you, Vicky. It's, it's, they're not sure. They're not well, sure. Well, <laughs> if we hope that the chat has good taste, let's hope it's for Magpie. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, enjoy Magpie. Magpie. Oh, we're all fans of Magpie. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I pitched this NPC well for our cast uh, and for our. Um, I love. I love. I love both? it. I just find it funny that Kataya had that conversation just before we stepped into Magpie's office. Sex palace. Yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> Magpie's sex palace. I was not <laughs> expecting that. <laughs> so, Talal, where can people find you? Uh, where can people find you? Oh, uh, guys, if you want to find more Talal goodness, uh, just look for Talalaban on all the socials. Uh, mainly on mainly on Insta, but on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud and YouTube. Uh, just find Talalaban. Awesome. And uh, I will I will aim to please. Ah. Hey Dan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me as Dan Simpson Poet on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Come say hey. Beautiful. Hey Sash, where can people find you? I am Sasha Kalen on Twitter and Sasha and Comedy on Facebook. 
amazing and hey john where can people find you at john gracie on twitter and 50 shades of gracie on instagram wonderful uh, you can find me at vic hawley on twitter and at vic dot hawley uh, on instagram you've been listening to vicky's world starring vicky hawley john gracie sasha ellen dan simpson and me talal karkuti all our socials are in the podcast description give us a follow and say hi Find Vicky's World RPG on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Insta to stay up to date with everything Vicky's World, including all of our live streams and the beautiful fan art that we get sent. If you like the show, please, please, please tell your mates. Nothing beats word of mouth, and we really appreciate all the love we've been getting so far, but we're hungry for more. Thanks to Acast for hosting us, and many, 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 many thanks to Adam Janotobazowski for the incredible music. This show was edited by yours truly. Logo is by Amber SDF and all our gorgeous artwork is by B. Watts. Theme song by me and John Gracie. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Down in Vicky's Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.